This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Curry on Jackson, step back, it's a three, no good. Looney, offensive rebound, touch pass to Thompson, finds Curry. Curry dribble drive, behind the back in traffic, no look pass, batted away, goes right to Looney, that's a break. Looney stops in the paint to Draymond, handoff Curry, deep three on the way with one on the clock, back rim miss, Looney again, finds Thompson, loads up a triple, good! It's madness, just madness! That's my now favorite. Back to 95-7, the game. That is the play of the game. Kevon Looney has got nothing left in the tank when he pulled that rebound and just. Boy, but, but 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 what about was that your favorite Steph involved play? Did you hear? Did you hear the call when Steph? Yeah. What? Steph with a no look pass. It's batted in the air. Yeah. That's, wait, 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 wait. That no. wasn't lost on me. My my favorite Steph play was when he had back to back blocks. Like one was on Bain and the other one was on Jackson. I think. But Steph either had back-to-back or over the course of, like, maybe three possessions, he had two blocks. Yeah. Two blocks last night. Six-foot-three Steph Curry. Everybody on the, the Grizzlies not named Tyus Jones is three and four inches taller than Steph Curry, and he had two blocks. Hey, can, is there any chance you can play that again, Bri? I want you to I want you to listen to this closely, Shamari, because I just told you and it was no, missed on you. I, I no, I want you to listen again. And it was tell a, me. Yeah. Here we go. Curry. On Jackson, step back, it's a three, no good. Looney, offensive rebound, touch pass to Thompson, finds Curry. Curry dribble drive, behind the back in traffic, no look pass, batted away, goes right to Looney, that's a break. Looney stops in the paint to Draymond, handoff Curry, deep three on the way with one on the clock, back rim miss, Looney again, finds Thompson, <laughs> loads up a triple, good! Mm. It's madness, just madness! What, what what stood out to you that was a little miss here that I've been talking about? Well, well first things first. Did wait did it? Chasing a crowd sounded pretty lit. Well, to no, me. that's not where I'm going. Well, no, 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 that's the first thing. But but the 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 comedy of errors and the 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 no look pass that that probably shouldn't have been tossed. This is exactly what Tim Roy said. Tim Curry behind the back in traffic, no look pass. That's exactly. Oh, he said Tim. Okay. So so we're talking about the butler from uh from Clue. Tim Curry. I'm just telling the, the you actor. that that is exactly the problem here. Behind the back in traffic, no look pass and a oh, key okay, possession. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that that's I get it. That's the way they play, but it's just so funny to hear that clip and Tim Roy saying it. Steph Curry in traffic, no look pass behind the back, batted away. <laughs> 
ah, the way they live is just well, but, it, but, it's on but, that razor edge. But man. it you resulted. It. it resulted in a three pointer, and the game resulted I in a win. It. You can't. You can't. It. Listen. Listen, Dan. Okay. Let's let's just let's just tell. Let's just say. I just having fun at the expense of Wait, that let, clip. Let's just say that 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 I I, I went to a, I took you to a restaurant, okay? And I was like, hey, this place makes the best spam musubi, okay? Ooh. I know you like spam musubi, so I'm using it, okay? And, and I go there, and we go there, and you eat it, and it, it is by far the best you've ever experienced, right? And then and then and then, but also, like, one out of every time you go there. The waiter is going to drop your plate on the way to you. You have to wait another fifteen minutes for the best bam musubi, right? Are you, you're going to that restaurant, right? Because it's the best, and, and that's what you get with the dubs. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes you're gonna pull your hair out. That's why I keep my hair cut low, Dan, because I can't pull it out when they make stupid turnovers. But, but it, it's it. I, I hate it. I hate it as much as you do. Also. It, it works, and it has worked. It, that's the thing. It'd be one thing if this was their first rodeo. They have been leading the league in turnovers. They've been making stupid turnovers in games for almost a decade, and they've won three dec- championships. They're a decade they've older, to, They've been to five finals. They're a decade older, Shamari. And uh, that's a problem. Really? Because guess what? Well, they're a decade older in the Western Conference Finals. I know. And if you're going to live on that razor's edge of saying, hey, this is the way they play. We make mistakes, but we can overcome them. I'm just saying that's a scary recipe going forward, especially when you're now 34, 35 years of age. Hey, but Jonathan Kaminga on the text line is getting a lot of play here. And, and a lot of people are talking about how he's being used. And I do. You know, I trust Steve Kerr and, and Steve Kerr. I don't trust Mike Brown because they are saying you don't think the coaches know as much because Steve Kerr would play him and was actually having him start. I thought he was there to combat one Ja Morant and then would go back to him late in the third and the fourth quarters. He sees something. I think Steve Kerr and I are on the <laughs> – Steve. I'm sure Steve can sleep tonight knowing that Dan Abone <laughs> thinks that he's on the same wavelength as me. But I think we're on the same – You know. We, we rec- he recognizes that there's something there that this guy is going to win me a game or two or I'm going to unlock this guy in this series. Mike Brown is, has no trust in this guy. So I'm out. I think that there's two different – there is some latitude there. I do think that Steve Kerr said, yeah, we're on a Zoom call and I'll tell you what we want to do. But I also think that when it comes within you know, the throes of the game, there is, you know, there's more latitude there that's given to Mike Brown. He's doing as he pleases. I think he's making I you know, Damian Lee playing as often as he did in the fourth quarter in game be elite, in game huh? five. Yeah. And, well, be elites, where else are you gonna go at this point? But I, I would say not playing Jonathan Kaminga. I don't know that that happens if Steve Kerr's coaching over the last two games. Well, see, but I don't think this happens if Otto Porter and Andre Igadala are available. I, I, Jonathan Kaminga playing is, hey, do we want to go with Damian Stinkin' Lee? Or do you want to go with them and but Gabi Lisa? Huh? He didn't play last night. Well, because last night they were like, let's go with Damian Stinkley. But I, I, I think uh, I think if we have a healthy Igadala and if we have a healthy Otto Porter, this kid's sitting and watching and learning like he should be. The 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 the, the fact no, the fact that, that who's he's the getting guy run, who's gonna score you points at the rim, Shamari? Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins, like 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 Andrew Wiggins. You just can, got through explaining to me that Steph Curry can't challenge Adams but and those no, bigs. But, but who? Jonathan Kaminga huh? was going to get his stuff ejected too against Jared Jackson 
and Big Stevie He's Adams. He's the only guy that can challenge those dudes or price to the rim. It's what I'm trying to tell you. All right. Well, we disagree. The five one knows. I think. I, 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 th- I, th- I think they're. Was uh, Shields a suited up? <laughs> no, he, he's, he's a two way contract dude. We're gonna if you're see uh, Chorizo. Yeah, you don't. You don't even get to. <laughs> you don't even get like. You don't even get to be on the sidelines. He had, he had to buy a ticket like everybody else, and, and I doubt he could afford it at, at these prices. What do we got with Mike Brown, Brian? That was part of it. D. Lee had already sort of been in rotation a little bit, but I just thought Belly's length out on the floor that that added length was was going to be good for us and then you know belly's played in big games he's been playing in big games i think he was a pro at like 15 16 years old whatever it is and he's played in some huge games so i i knew at the end of the day he wasn't going to be rattled shook or anything like that even with him not playing any minutes and then, then on top of that he, he he'd still space the floor and have to be guarded and, and those types of things especially with them having steven adams on the floor and then jaron jackson translation J.K. wasn't about that life tonight. Hey, he was too to Mike Brown. He's not. Yeah, well, no, also I'm saying no. I'm translating Mike Brown. He said he said it very, uh, very politically and very like, oh, well, you know, it's not a slight against Jonathan Kaminga. I just thought Bealitsa was persuaded. <laughs> like that's a like, listen. If I'm Jonathan Kaminga, or if I'm like you know any basketball player in the NBA, so you don't think he should play in the postseason at all. No, I don't think this was a series that that he could. The thing that he does that you that you keep talking about over and over again. This is, it if wasn't he's not going play to fly against, against this Memphis defense. If, if this was going to, if he can't play against Memphis, which was suited for him because of the athletes, and he's not playing. In but this, that, that's my point: is that he's an athlete. Why did and they he, have? Why they have did, a bunch of big athletic dudes. So why does? But that's why he needs to play. The Warriors don't have any big athletic dudes. They got they, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. And Steph Curry, those aren't you. But, but what, what, did, what did they counter with? They counter with Damian Lee and Bielitsa and Otto Porter Jr. More shooting and better passing, right? Like that's how they that's how they that's how they countered it. You, you can't throw one really really good big athlete against five really really good big athletic dudes. It, it doesn't work. Like if if the team was slower, you get what I'm saying? No. Like, like no, okay, so here's the deal. No, no. Okay, I, no, so, so don't you, explain yourself. No, no. You you fight athleticism some other way by adding one athlete. If you are playing a slow team, then you bring Kaminga in, it, it, where his athleticism is unique. It's not what this is smart. If you can't shoot it from the outside, let's say they're missing their threes last night. Let's say Clay wasn't game six. Clay, how else are you getting points? He was game six. That, no, I'm just boy. saying if you're relying on it on a shot, which we know if you're hitting okay, it from wait, three, the five one zero is agreeing with you, but all they're saying is Kaminga would have helped. Wait, wait, hold on. Just, just, just look at me for a second. If you yes. can't shoot it and it's not going well from the outside, how are you getting your points? Well, if you're the Warriors and you're not shooting it well from outside. You lose, <laughs> and, and, and that's how, that, that's how we got a four-two series. You know what I'm saying? That they lost two so games. So you're willing to you'd rather well. lose the game than maybe try a kid who can get you buckets another way. The only person that can get you a mid-range a turnaround, Jimmy, and/or get right at the rim. But you, huh? but you also lose with Kaminga. How do you know? Because we've seen it. Oh, come on, man. You Kami- Kaminga. I'm just saying, if you're going to be a really Legends are born out of things like this. Like, le- if you're a coach that's willing to roll the dice, this is how this is how rookies make a name for themselves. You can't just stay in this prism of he made a few mistakes. 
I'm going to DNP the guy, knowing he's got all this raw talent. You can't be afraid of the moment. That's how legends are built. It's a, it's a coach that has the foresight and the vision to roll the dice on a youngster. And Steve Kerr, mark my words, he will give this kid another chance. And I'm telling you, I'm going to bang this drum <laughs> straight mm-hmm. to the Western Conference Finals and or the NBA Finals until it happens. And everybody, we're going to be taking these calls on, like, the kid. The kid, not only here. But around the country, it's coming. Ah, around you, wait, the country, you, you they're going to see. You my words, okay? If Andre Iguodala and Otto Porter remain healthy for the rest of the playoffs, J, J, JK's playing garbage time, man. This is a, this is a function was, was Otto Porter of being down game, two guys. Was Otto Porter healthy in game four? No, he got injured towards the end of it. He played. He started in game. He was healthy in game four. He got injured about he ha- got not injured even like in through. game five. Did he get injured in game? Okay, all right. I'm going to go with you. He got, he so got why did Jonathan Kaminga start? No idea. Did, what, did that work? Why did Jonathan Kaminga get run with Steve Kerr? For, for the first four minutes. And no, he, and he brought him back there. in the second half. But, okay, so there's run. Like, oh, we put He's, him it in wasn't for garbage eight minutes. Time. It wasn't garbage time. All I'm telling you is that Steve Kerr recognizes the same thing. I got a kid here who's an athlete that might be able – to break through. Now, I don't know it necessarily worked. I'm just telling you this idea that he's not to be played and can only get run in garbage time. I don't think no, I don't no, think gar- I don't think coach Kerr necessarily agrees with you. No, 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 no. listen. I right, let's like talk about Jordan No, Poole. no, I, I like Kaminga and I'm with you on that. I just feel that when it comes to Steve Kerr, when it comes to this coaching staff, when 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 it really really gets down to the nitty-gritty, they're going for the Otto Porters, they're going for the Otto. They're, they're, I'm sorry, they're going for the Andre Godalas, and 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 they're going for last night, eight minutes by Damian Lee and eleven minutes. Well, it's because you had Bielitsa. nobody else. Yeah, you yeah. had Jonathan Kaminga. I'm just telling you that. No, that's I'm not Mike Brown's me. decision not to play him, which is what I'm talking about. Mike Brown has no confidence and didn't play the entire game, so I think that's Mike Brown and Steve Kerr. What I'm trying to say, I think Steve Kerr sees something in this kid, whereas Mike Brown does not. Okay. Let's get to Jordan Poole. What do you think of what's going on with Jordan Poole? Because they're certainly going to need him. Don't you think in this this next series, he's got to be that guy. I mean, I'm going to – Memphis – the Memphis Grizzlies represent a unique challenge to any team they play, but they were – I mean, you can't call them the Warriors kryptonite because the Warriors won the series, right? But a dude like Jordan Poole – going against the length and athleticism and the physicality of Memphis, he just – that, that's how you stop Jordan Poole. Now, the question is, is how many other teams in the NBA can do that? I, I, maybe the Celtics. Maybe the Celtics. May, maybe, maybe, maybe Drew Holiday. <laughs> maybe Drew Holiday, right? But then Drew Holiday's on Jordan Poole. Then, oh, well, hey, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, right? Memphis Grizzlies have like three, four, five dudes that are about 6'6 six, six to 6'8". Six, are athletic and can and can so like that. That's it. Jordan Poole just was enveloped by size and athleticism. Let's, I, I'm not worried about him. I'm, I'm not worried about him at all. Let's get to Leo's hanging out and wants to talk about the Golden State Warriors and a little Draymond talk. What's up, Leo? Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, thank you very much. And you know, um, it just reminded me so much of when David Lee got hurt. Draymond Green, and I'm thinking it was his rookie year, but I can't 100 remember. Got his shot to get on the court. And he'd make mistakes, but there's nobody to replace him. So he could play through him and get his confidence. And then I kind of compare it to Kaminga, who, you know, can go out there and then make one mistake, and then he's out for a series. You know, 
and and I just wonder if we're losing something by not giving Kaminga that you know that shot. Obviously, it's a you know different comparison, but I just I just remember how much nobody expected anything out of Draymond Green, and then he got his opportunity and never let it go. Thanks so much, Leo. Let's get out to North Carolina. Let's go Tar Heel country. Tim, stand by. North Carolina, throw your head. Hey, I wasn't going to call back. I called a little early with J.D., but I'm sitting here listening to my man just throw Kaminga under the bus. Like, I guess Memphis has five to six Kamingas. No, they actually don't. They don't have not one. I mean, at the end of the day, moving forward, I mean, Kaminga had a coming out party against Phoenix on Christmas Day. He had the dunk of the year against the Mavericks. He's definitely going to get playing time in those series. And I think what we got to realize is Kaminga was being asked to do a job the first three games of the series, which was the D up on Morant because he was athletic and they knew he could go out there and cause some havoc. And he did a pretty good job of it. When the series changed, yes, I still think he should have played a part in it. But it's not like he was benched because it was the series just changed when Adams came into the game and he wasn't – really needed to do what he should have, what they needed earlier. So to think that he's done in the playoffs and if Iggy comes back, he's going to be relegated to the bench, that's asinine. Kaminga is going to play in the next series. I, I can't even believe we're having this conversation like Kaminga is so got Like, we got to debate this. This guy is next level, and he wasn't playing terrible, guys. Like, I mean, he just – that the series changed. Like Draymond said, it was almost like a new series after game three. And they, those guys had to make adjustments from the top down. But to think that moving forward, he's not going to be a part of this, this guy's going to be a part of this. And Shamari, go look at some of the heights of these guys. you making it seem – I can't believe we just beat Memphis. It sounds like everybody on the team is 6'10 and super athletic. I mean, guys, yeah, I mean, you're being a little dramatic with what Memphis brings to the table. Yes, they're good. Yes, they're athletic. But Kaminga is next-level type stuff. So let, let's not get carried away with – how he's just this guy that's going to be relegated to the bench if Iggy and Otto can come back. They will need this guy to go out there and put pressure on the rim. And it ain't nobody. I mean, it's almost to the point, like, this guy stands alone what he can do. The guy's head is looking eye level at the rim like it's play play, like I'm playing with my kids out on, on the park and stuff. This dude is next level athletic. Memphis does not have all of that. All right. I mean, I, I, listen, man, I feel you. I'm not, I'm not sitting here and saying that they have six Kamingas. What I'm saying, though, is is that the, the, the way that Steve Kerr and Mike Brown, to a lesser degree, a greater degree, I guess, wanted to attack the Memphis Grizzlies was not by, with athleticism. It, it's with more passing, more crisp passing, and better shooting because – I don't care. I don't care who you had out there, unless you got Elijah Water, Shaq, or somebody. You got two seven footers patrolling the paint, and then on the perimeter, you got three or four six foot six to six foot eight dudes that that can move pretty well. So it's not that they got five Kamingas. It's that down low they got they're big, and then on the perimeter they are long and they and they are athletic. So it, it, it's not. Uh, 
It's not as easy to to just go to the paint and dunk on on Jarrett Jackson and Stephen Adams, and and that that's his move. That is his go to. No, that, it's like, not. That's not his go to. No, me, it's let not. Me He's that. got a mid range game as well. That all needs to be unveiled. But you talk about pressure at the rim, and and the the rim was patrolled by two seven footers. And, and how many how many blocks? I don't know how many blocks. Uh, and I'm I'm thinking more particularly about game five. Like how many blocks? Oh, the did, text line <laughs> just has got a great great analogy. How yeah. many how many blocks did Adams and Jackson have combined so in game to, five? So to your point, because this is what you said, you're on record as saying this. I said, so you just want to rely on jump shooters, and if they're not making it, you're like, we lose. I'm quoting you. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. That, that, that's not game five and six. That, that's been the Warriors for no. most of the past decade. No, it hasn't. It was the Warriors when they won their first NBA championship, and then when the league started to catch up with them, guess what they did? They went and got Kevin Durant, recognizing that we can't be reliant on jump shooters because the rest of the NBA is doing the same thing. Let's go get buckets another way as well as incorporate shooting threes. So this idea that we were a one-trick pony, if we're missing from three-point territory, we lose games. When you got a guy potentially that can get you buckets another way, I think it's just really short-minded. Let's get out to Bobby out in Oakland. What's up, Bobby? What's going on with you tonight? Oh, it's um, exciting times with the Warriors, for sure. And just listen to you guys, man. And you know what comes to mind for me is not only um, Kaminga, but Moody. I would have loved to see Moody get more action, not only for future development, which I think is important. And I think when they look back, they're going to wish they had played them both more. But their length, I'm talking about Moody's length and his, the way he guards, wings, he can even get out on guards. And then once he gets comfortable, he can hit you a few shots. I'm just saying 10 minutes. 10 minutes of action uh, could have helped us and helped him as further development. But I like both Kaminga and Mooney be getting more accurate. These rookies now are more ready than we think, as long as we give them a chance, right, and not hold them on the leash. Let them go, and then, yeah, I think we'll see them produce a lot more than um, than we even think we can. So that's, that's all I had to say with it. We'll see, and I'm with Bobby on that, man. When it comes down to, hey, do you want to see 10 minutes by B Elites and Damian Lee, I, I would – rather see 10 minutes of of, of Kaminga and, and Moody in that regard. But just, yeah, I mean, obviously Mike Brown, if you just want to put it on Mike Brown, then put it on Mike Brown. But I don't think the coaching staff feels that way. And they like to go with, as as they've shown, they like to go with with experience. And they, they put Kaminga out there, and then it's like three minutes into the, to the, to the first quarter, he's out until the end of the game 80% of the time. That's not – I don't know how you can say that. Steve Kerr started him. He played okay, and then he would come back in the third and the fourth. His minutes were increasing from the Denver game to this series. So this idea that Steve Kerr played him and he only played him in garbage, that's just not accurate. He was he had a role in the third and early fourth quarter. Maybe it was just midway in the third. I, I think mean, Steve if you, want, Kerr, if you want to go back to the Denver series, but in Denver. No, I'm talking about he Memphis. A he okay. had a role. He, was, he would start, and then he would come back. Because I know Kerr purposely didn't want to just start him and then pull him after six minutes and not have him play again recognizing that he's got to massage the psyche of this kid, right? He's 19 years of age. You don't want to do that to him. So he was going back to him in the second half. And I think Steve Kerr 
sees something in the kid, right? And he's just bringing him along until Everybody I think that Everybody that's ever watched him play basketball sees something in him, though. I'm just saying, like, it's like You're just it. saying that he that Steve Kerr has no faith in him, and he's playing him and then doesn't play him again until garbage time. I was just saying that's not true. He was actually going with him in the Co- third listen, quarter. I, I say this all the time, man. Coaches oh, yeah. in all sports are conservative people by nature, man, and, that, and that's that's all I'm saying. I, 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 again, I'd rather see Kaminga than Damian Lee. I'd rather see Moses Moody than, than, than Bielitsa. Uh, I, I absolutely would, man. I just don't don't think that they were going to, and, and I and I get why. All right, yeah, you might be right. Priest, hang in there, my man. We're going to a break. We want to get to you and the rest of the callers when we come back. We continue to talk about the Golden State Warriors. Hey, end of the day, they're going to the Western Conference Finals, man. Can you believe that? Did you think you'd be saying that at the beginning of the year? Exciting times. All the action can be heard here on 95.7 The Game. Don't move, anybody. We'll be back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Looney stops, chest pass to Wiggins. Open, fires, buried it. Three ball from the right wing for Wiggins. Warriors back on top, 90 to 89. Now back to 95.7 The Game. One of the many storylines, and that was Andrew Wiggins. Huge once again. The most wait, wait. consistent performer throughout the postseason. What's up? Wait, wait. Did you, did you hear your – I'm sure this is your favorite part. Chest pass. I know. <laughs> I love that. And sometimes I'll see on a break, you'll see Steph Curry throw that perfect two-handed chest pass. I'm like, oh, frame that. Do that every time. Let's give me yeah, that bounce pass. Let's go Hoosier, Steph. <laughs> I, wait, wait. His bounce pass game was not on point last night, man. He, like, twice, twice he had Clay. He had a bounce pass that hit Clay in the toe and and bounced twice. Twice. So you got to work on his bounce passes, too. Yeah. All right. Priest has been hanging out in Palo Alto. Priest, what do you got for us? And welcome to the show, my man. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. I was just wanting to chime in a little bit. Uh, about Kaminga, Steve Kerr himself, when they interviewed him after a game, said, I like Kaminga's size and athleticism against Memphis. His words. 
He said, I like Kaminga's size and athleticism against Memphis. I'm just saying you can't you can't go a steady diet and overplay him, but you got to be you know you just got to be circumspect in how you play it, and you can you can definitely play it. But in the, in going forward, I think you're grooming this kid for later in the playoffs to get him used to being in the playoffs, so that they can use him when they need him, and that's how I think they'll do it. But uh, I just think. Uh, Man, I am so shocked that the Warriors are actually in the Western Conference Finals, to be totally honest with you, because I didn't think they could get here without Wiseman. I really did not. And I'm enjoying every minute of it, man. I'm loving it. But this 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 thing is it's amazing, man. I just hope Josh Side doesn't catch up with his loony did last night. I did not see that coming. Didn't see it coming. Up. And I'm uh, I'm so thrilled to see it all, man. I just wanted to chime in and say that. Priest, awesome. Go ahead. I, I don't think Looney's great grandmother saw that coming. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody saw that coming. Priest, you, you are not alone. But what? Wait, no, no, no. Brian, Brian, you saw that coming, didn't you? Brian's been on it, guys. He's, he's all over it. Okay, I, he's I been like singing Brian his praises way coming. back in the day. Hey, I, 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 I'm just. It, I'm I'm with the No, no, I'm saying Brian movement. was singing his praises. No, I know, with but I just, like, I didn't see 22 rebounds. I didn't see 22 rebounds. No, nobody did. Against, against two seven-footers. I didn't you see know, that coming. The one thing about what Priest just said, as much as we sit here, which shouldn't be lost on you and I or anybody, as, you know, we're talking about the absence of Jordan Poole, get into that, what happened to Jordan Poole. And again, Jordan Poole, much like that, in round one here in round two, after the first three games or two or three games, he sort of does a disappearing act. We talked about the crowd. Where's the crowd? We've talked about turnovers. We talked about, you know, some good things. But Priest just put it in proper perspective. We need to just sort of take a moment and a quick timeout. Give me a T.O. and just think about this team is in the Western Conference Finals with all the craziness this year. Thinking about where we were taking calls, Shamari, you and I, Every other caller wanted Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons here. Yeah. And then oh, the man. season starts and Draymond goes Draymond goes down with an injury, Steph out with an injury, and you know they they got Clay, they Clay lost the seven back. They lost seven of eight. Yeah, there's no clay to start the season. They lost seven of eight on one road trip late in the season after the all star break. They got spanked by the Wizards. And you're like, what what's going on? They're circling the drain essentially. And here they are now, one of the last four teams still standing. I think just that in and of itself is, yeah, it's worth a little little pause and reflection. Well, that was, yeah, yes. Especially because, you know, after after Katie left, after Katie left, and let, let, let's just go through this. Let's just go through well, this. We don't got to go that far years. back. Well, no. Just appreciate no, no, no. this year. That's all I'm saying. I ain't going to go back. Leave Kevin, Katie Kevin, out wait, of this one. Wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, this is a timeline. This is a timeline. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to talk about how mopey he is. <laughs> um, Clay Thompson gets injured game six, right? Warriors. Katie gets injured in that also. Season over. You, you lose to the to, to Toronto Raptors. With Steph Curry sitting there on the court by himself, trying to beat a, a whole team led by Kawhi Leonard, right? You, you go to next season. Steph Curry goes out after like 
four games and Draymond Green quits on the season. That's right. I said it. He said it. He quit on that season. You, you got you got dudes like uh, uh, Eric Pascal and Jordan Poole out there hoisting up shots, and the team has one of the worst records in the history. They didn't get invited the to the bubble. You got to be exactly really bad. To right, go to the yeah. Then you go to last season. Steph Curry comes back, leads the league in scoring, and the Warriors are a eight seed, and they don't even make the postseason. So the Warriors have went. From missing the playoffs for two years in a row, one year by a wide margin, to Western Conference Finals. Like 365 days ago today, that they were sitting watching the the Suns and the uh oh, who do they play? Who's the Suns playing in the finals? Was it the uh Clippers? The Clippers, the the Jazz, somebody. Anyway, they were watching this and they had been watching for 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 the previous two months already. They were at home this time last season. Here they are. First team to punch their ticket to the Western Conference Finals. That, that, that's insane. I think just this year, just relegating it to this year with the up and down, the ebb and flow, the 18-2 and two start, and then suddenly coming back down to earth, the multiple injuries. Uh, will Clay ever join the team? The loss of James Weissman, the loss of Draymond. Jordan Poole, good. Jordan Poole, bad. Jordan Poole, amazing. Now a new <laughs> three-guard lineup. I mean, th- there's just so much that you have to digest when you're just thinking about the season. But I will say this, and you know me, that's nice, but you got to live in the here and now. You can't just simply say, oh, we made it to the Western Conference Finals, regardless of what happens, because I heard this with Giant fans. You won 107 games. This team was expected to be sub-500, and here we are. We should just appreciate, even if they don't win it, even if they fall short of their goal, this has been an amazing season. Uh Uh-uh, not me. I don't live in that world. We'll see, but the thing with the Giants is, is that, the Giants, they, they don't have any, you know, like Buster Posey, right? You had Buster Posey. Um, you had Logan Webb, right? Like they didn't, like you got Steph, Clay, and Dre. Uh, maybe a little bit past their prime, okay? But the expectations are different with this team because the teams that won World Series 10 years ago with the uh, for the Giants, like, like, like mo- everybody's gone. I mean, do you still have Belt? Sure. Do you still have Crawford and Posey? Sure, Posey's retired now. But last season, you had the 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 hollowed shells of three players that what were do you connected. Mean those guys had amazing seasons, though. But going going into last season, everybody's like, "Oh, I oh, can't oh, wait yeah, to yeah, get yeah. those contracts off the books." Yeah, yeah, you gotcha. Like everybody was like, "Whoa, we're finally going to be rid of Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford's contract." No, no, no. so. So when you talk about going, winning 107 and going out in the first round, that sucked. But but there was no – the Dodgers had owned this division for a decade. The Dodgers had been to the World Series three, four, five times in a row or something stupid like that, right? They had won the division for a decade. This is different. This is a team that still has their, their horses – Running the race, the horses that, that that won the race for them in the past, That's they amazing, still got it running right now. Think about that. Aside from San Antonio, this does not happen. You don't – think about how different it is the last time they played Memphis in the postseason. None of those – half of those kids were probably still in high school. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, think about it. The Warriors are rolling out the same core. They're still relying on Draymond's rebounding. They're still relying on Steph shooting, Clay shooting. The last time they played Memphis in the postseason, what was that, seven years ago? Yeah. 
Something Memphis like that, had yeah. like, you that know, Zebo, Zebo, yeah, Gasol, and Conley. Those guys are all gone. Some of those dudes well, well, are retired. Let, let, let's think about how many iterations of the Clippers that there have been. Right, it, right now you have Kawhi and Paul George, and and, and the Warriors were sitting there with the uh, Lob City and Chris Paul. Okay, yeah. let, let's let's think about the way the the different war no, uh, Lakers different teams. Like, like they've been sitting there. It's amazing what they're doing. There. Same core and, well, but, but, and but, back in the Western Conference Finals. Let's but, take some calls. Well, no, but think about the other team you said that did this and think about what they did, right? So there's something to continuity and keeping your team together and not going out and being like, oh, let's get big, flashy free agents. That's how you make things happen. Bud's hanging out in Oakland. What's up, Bud? Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good, man. You got the hey, name uh, of the day. What's up, uh, Bud? What's going on? Listen, I just wanted to say um, I want to kind of thank uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. for um, <laughs> you know admitting that admitting that he's a uh, he, he feel like he's a starter and whatnot, and he went to another team, and as we see, he's not a starter. But it opened the door for another ex wizard, which is Otto Porter Jr. And um, I, I'm, I appreciate the addition of him because his style of play actually fits with the Warriors. At times, uh, Kelly Oubre was. He was, in his mind, you know, he's a starter. So he was out there taking starter shots at times. And I understand the team was decimated by injuries and whatnot, but uh, I just I was just thinking about, you know, you guys mentioned something about the Warriors have lost to the Wizards, and it just sparked the thought about the Wizards players, that ex-Wizards that we have. And, yeah, I don't see Kelly Oubre fitting with this team, and I wonder what he's thinking now that he's playing on the bench with uh, the Hornets. Thanks for taking the call, fellas. Thanks so much. Yeah, think about Otto Porter. If I was to tell you that the Warriors in a playoff game got 70 rebounds, you would say, well, Otto had to have at least 15 of those. <laughs> I mean, he's been – he and Wiggins are best rebounders in the postseason. To think that one of your best rebounders, Otto Porter, wasn't even even available last night and you ripped 70 boards, amazing. Lou's hanging out in San Francisco. What's up, Lou? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I just want to make two quick points. One is, you know, you can talk about, you know, Poole and Looney and Clay and Draymond, but this team works because of Curry. Curry is that once-in-a-lifetime player that makes a system that has been tried for decades to work become winners. I, I remember watching, like, Allen Iverson, kind of like, you know, the same kind of Steph Curry kind of player, but, you know, he didn't have the, the kind of could, could get assists and rebounds and make every, and, and win. You know, his numbers were always high, but the teams just didn't win the big important games. So, for me, without Steph, this team is a above 500 team. He's kind of like the Montana of the West Coast offense. You need a, you need a certain player that just, eclipses it all and makes a system work. Second point is the lack of size. You see it every once in a while, but the game is away from size. I've been watching, you know, this whole debate on YouTube of the mixtape of Jordan, you know, who's better, LeBron or, you know, whatever. And you look at the years that Jordan played. Those were some big front lines of centers who could score. You don't have that now, not because those players are not there, because the NBA wants high-flying offense, so it's from the outside to the hoop, and that's it. Thanks for taking my call, fellas. Good job, Lou. A couple of points I want to get to. 
Yeah, aside from that one game in which they got smashed and lost by 39 and were down by as many as 55, they out-rebounded the best rebounding team in the NBA, that being the Golden State Warriors. But I do wonder going forward whether that old scab was picked out again and revealed where the Golden State Warriors can get punished inside. I mean, as Memphis, excuse me, is Phoenix looking at that and saying, okay, JaVale McGee, Bismarck, Biombo, and DeAndre Ayton, you know, let's let's do it a different way with this team because they can be manhandled and our size can be a difference in size. Or is the size something that, you know, is not necessarily an issue with the Warriors? Again, out-rebounding that, that team, Memphis, the best in the NBA, all but for one basketball game and then finishing it off the coup de gras with 70 boards. But I wanted to tee you up, Shamari, because the caller was talking about, he was talking about Steph Curry and Steph being, you know, I like the analogy with Joe Montana, but Steph takes a rap in the postseason. Let's, let's, let's be honest, right? Yeah. A lot of people no. say that this is not, he is not that guy because he can't do it when it matters most. And you had an interesting point you wanted to get to. Well, no, I, I kind of feel like everybody always says, oh, Steph Curry, how many game-ending, game-last-second shots has he hit? And, and, and I think that it's funny because let's go back to last night, okay? Steph Curry hit his shots when it was 90 seconds left, when it was 52 seconds left, when it was 45 seconds left. <laughs> the point that I want to make is, is that Steph Curry doesn't hit the last shot of the game. He hits the, he hits the dagger. He hits a nail in the coffin with two minutes left. And because he doesn't go down to the wire, the people are like, oh, Steph Curry doesn't show up big. He cl- Steph Curry is a, is as good of a closer as anybody as, as the NBA has ever seen. And, and let's go back to game to game four, was it? Game four. The free throws. Where he had the free throws down the stretch. Not, he hit those. He, he got fouled. He, he, he controlled the ball. Like Steph Curry, hmm. Uh, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's uh, he's absolutely one of the top five players in the NBA today, and no one ever recognizes it. And, and it's and it's annoying and it's frustrating because it doesn't look like you know Kobe or Jordan, you know, taking the last shot and pushing off and and throwing a, a lob up because he, he already won the game two minutes ago. Like when when Jordan's taking the last shot, Steph Curry won that game two minutes ago. And Steph has got he's such an integral part. I mean, I think what goes hand-in-hand here is Jordan Poole because what we saw with the Warriors were playing well in the early portions of that Denver series when he was actually sitting and still you know, coming off the bench because only he can do that as a superstar in this day and age. I'm talking <laughs> about Steph Curry. And then at the beginning of this series where actually Steph would sit in the fourth quarter and you weren't missing him because Jordan Poole was so significant. We, we, we need to address Jordan Poole because much like that at Denver, he was so good in games one, two, and three, and then teams, they do it a different way. They're like, we can't let this kid beat us. Let's, let's get physical with him. Let's knock him to the ground. It's what Denver did. It's what Memphis did. And guess what? It worked. His numbers after game three, games four and five against Denver in the previous series were completely, completely uh, – diametrically opposed to what it is that he did in the first three games. I mean, he fell off the cliff. And then if you look at what he did again, so good in games one and two and three in this series, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jordan Poole sort of does a disappearing act. And a lot of that has to do with Memphis saying, okay, we're going to do it a different way. But what is it that Jordan Poole has to do in terms of learning from this and or getting his 
sort of, you know, NBA street cred here so that he recognizes that this is the way it is. It can't be all, you know, it can't be all gravy. Sometimes I'm going to take one of the chops, but I got to keep coming at him. I, I, Jordan Poole is 22 years old, okay? Let's not forget that. Jordan Poole has a lot of growing to do. He has a ton of growing to do. And, he, and, he, and I believe, especially when you hear about his work ethic, and I, I, I hate to just the swipe card story again, right? But his card was swipe more than anybody's card into the gym, right? Like Jordan Poole is going to work at it. He's gonna. It, I, I don't know that. It, I don't know that that this is gonna be the season where Jordan Poole comes and tears it up for six games, and, and they don't necessarily need him to. What he does in the first three games, eh, that's enough. And then in, in games four, five, six, seven, it's step time. It's Clay time. It's Dre time. Oh, that is such a dangerous way to live. Really? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? This kid, if they're going to extend the window for NBA championships, right? Yes. He has got to be the X factor. But that's the window. That that's the window. The window is is, is multiple okay, years. If you're going to win this an NBA right championship now, this year, he has got to be that guy to alleviate the pressure from Steph and Clay, so that we're not talking about Steph fill it up for 45, Clay be Game Six, Clay. The reason that this whole thing has sort of taken over the NBA by storm, quite frankly, it's we know what Steph and Clay and Draymond are. It's Jordan Poole. He has become the, the, the guy that nobody factored in. He is the reason why when he's playing well and he's the, in the first two games of the series, in both series, he's the best player on the floor. Yes. And but- with that guy... You can't say just be good for two or three games, well, and then it, these guys will carry it for the rest. If that's your recipe going forward, but but it's not that he's only good for the first three games. Jordan Poole has not seen, been the focus of a playoff defense. <laughs> like Jordan Poole comes out, lights it up for two, three games, then the defense is say, "Hey, let's stop number three. And Jordan Poole hasn't hit that level yet, where when they say stop number three, you can't stop him. And that said, the fact that he can do what he does puts him above 80, 90% of the NBA players, okay? He hasn't hit that that last little little bridge that he will, that he will, where it's like, well, okay. it better the, happen quick. Why? Because if, if everyone's paying that much attention to Jordan Poole, then you get game six clay. You get you get what we got at Andrew Wiggins you, in game six. If like, you're I, telling me you're going to beat the Phoenix Suns or the Dallas Mavericks and then beat Boston or whomever the Miami Heat, and he's not a significant player, he is not the same guy we saw that took the NBA playoffs against Denver by storm. You're not winning an NBA championship without Jordan Poole being that significant. If, if you're telling me this is just a learning curve, Dan, he'll be better. He's 22 years old, and that maybe next year or the year after, he'll be that guy. He has got to be a significant contributor to the Golden State because he's not giving you on defense. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait so wait. offensively, he has got to provide that other splash, brother. He's got to be another person that they ha- that they didn't even think about going in. You know, midway through the season, people weren't factoring in a third guy that they got to extend out on now. But does he have to do it for seven games a series? Or are two or three games a series enough? Yes. Because Steph Curry does really Giannis is that guy have to for play seven for games. seven games? Yes, this is the playoffs, man. You can't take games off. Well, no, I'm not talking about not playing. I'm saying, does he have to be a 30-point a game? No, but you got to be... From the field guy for, you, for seven years. You've got to be a significant – you cannot give me three points in game five. You can't go under double digit. You can't – the fall off can't be that drastic, I guess is what I'm saying, Shamari. He has got to be – okay, maybe you're giving me, me 20 and 25 instead of 30, but I still need you to be that other option. 
is what I'm saying. You can't just simply say, I gave you two games now, Clay, Steph, take it, you know, here the keys, drive us home. But but the kid's not, but he's not going out there and quitting. It's not that he went out there and quit. It's that defense has started focusing on him. I know. So my point is, what is it that he does? What's the counterpunch? He's got to figure that out. But he doesn't have to figure out this week. He is if he can go out and, and be a distraction, if he can go out there and be not a decoy in the sense that, oh, I'm going to sit out here. I'm not going to do anything. Uh, not Draymond Green. I'm just going to sit here and pass the ball. But if, if, if his presence opens things up for other players, then that's a win. No, that's still a win. He needs to score the basketball. He needs really? to score he, the basketball. He, he is he, not a he decoy. He scored 12 points. They win, they win by 14. He needs, and the reason why that game was hanging in the balance is because he did another disappearing act. The reason that game was hanging in the balance is because they turned the ball over 18 times. How many in turnovers three did he have? Did you see him turn the ball over? I did. He had like two. He's listen, Shamari. Yeah. The, the I do I have to really argue with you on this that you think that Jordan it, Poole doesn't have to play well after games one and two? No, 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 no. no. What, what I'm saying though is, is if Jordan Poole shows up in a seven game series for three out of the seven games then the Warriors win that series. I'm saying that he needs to be a, a, a solid contributor, just like Steph and Clay, that you're going to expect certain numbers out of these guys every time they're on the floor in the postseason. Like, he's not this sort of – he's not a novelty act, right? We're beyond the sort of, woo, he's but, 22. But he's also not Kevin Durant. Who's saying he is? I'm just saying be the guy that's going to be a solid contributor, as we saw in games one and two. You don't have to lead the team in scoring, but you have to be somebody that is going to supply that offensive sport to to give you that balanced scoring in the backcourt that allows you to be that team that now has three, not two splash brothers, but three. And if he's going to disappear, I just think it's problematic. It'd be one thing if he disappeared because, oh, I – I'm I'm uh I'm not putting up shots like if he went Ben Simmons okay and he just shrunk in the moment he he's throwing shots up he's he's dribbling he's penetrating he's playing the game the same way that he's played it all season it's just not as effective against a Memphis against a playoff defense like Memphis uh, in, in a playoff game in, in every game he he played a couple of good games he didn't play a couple of good games and that's kind of what you expect. From the third fiddle, man, because he's he's not the soloist uh, in in the orchestra. He, he he's he's like a second or third chair, man. And so if you think he can disappear in games three, four, five, six, or seven, I don't think you're winning. I don't think that. I'm not saying that he has got to be the focal point. Okay, but he has got to be a major contributor. And this Dan, idea. Wait, 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 wait. Where are the Warriors right now? What, what, what is their status with, with Jordan Poole disappearing so, for so, two straight So games? the fact that they're going to the Western Conference Finals, you overlook what it is that Jordan Poole did. There's no levels of concern. You just think you're going to take on Phoenix and Dallas, and Jordan Poole could be a disappearing act. You can turn the ball over 25 times a game, and you're just going to roll. No, these are concerns going forward. They and you can rest concerns. assured that Jordan Poole needs to play better in the latter part of the series. It's not a knock on him. It's well, okay, just an well, observation. Okay, but here's Gotta my get que- to a break. Okay, but here's my question. When we get back. Dan's going to explain Matt, hang us. on, buddy. <laughs> Dan's going to explain to us what exactly it is Jordan Poole needs to do better. He needs to be. He needs to score more than three points in game five. How's that? Well, okay, but how does he do that? Like, 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 does he shoot? Does he just magically learn to shoot better over over bigger, longer defenders? How does he score more than three points? Yeah, he missed a lot of shots. How does he score more he than three points? He turned the ball over. He gotta got, get to he a got break. Stripped. Back after this on ninety-five-seven. The game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 